What is up, everybody? It is JT Sports. I am back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. On this episode, I am going to be talking about five cornerbacks that the Pittsburgh Steelers should target in free agency. Also going to be telling you guys three quarterbacks that the Carolina Panthers potentially could sign in free agency as well. If this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for tuning in. Make sure that you follow me on all of my social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at JT Sports underscore underscore. My Instagram is JT Sports underscore. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at JT Sports underscore and on Instagram at JT Sports underscore. Also, if you haven't already, make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, which is JT Sports. We have seen a lot of movement in the quarterback market over the last couple of days. We've seen Carson Wentz get traded from the Indianapolis Colts to the Washington Commanders. Russell Wilson got traded from Seattle to Denver. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers came to terms on a new contract extension, which will keep Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay for the foreseeable future. Now, what about the quarterback situation for the Carolina Panthers because right now they still don't really have a new starting quarterback and they're starting to kind of run out of great options because you do have Jimmy Garoppolo still out there but I don't think too many Carolina Panthers fans would be um happy about a Jimmy Garoppolo trade to Carolina You do have Deshaun Watson who's still out there. However, it seems like nothing is really going to happen with Deshaun Watson until his legal situations are taken care of. So for the Carolina Panthers, really the only two options that you have is either trading for Jimmy G or hoping that Deshaun Watson gets his legal situations taken care of so you can go ahead and try to acquire him or drafting a quarterback in the upcoming 2022 NFL draft, or signing one in free agency. And with free agency coming up just around the corner, I felt this would be a good time for me to give you guys three quarterbacks that I feel the Carolina Panthers could sign in free agency. Now, disclaimer, A lot of these names probably aren't going to be sexy names. As a matter of fact, I expect a lot of you Panthers fans to push back on all of these names. However, you have to understand the situation that the Carolina Panthers are currently in right now. I mean, like, the best names on the market are now off the table. So now Carolina has to either get a quarterback via the draft or for agency or try to get Jimmy G or Deshaun. So these are the three best quarterbacks in free agency at the moment that Carolina could target. Now, the first quarterback I think Carolina definitely probably will go after and should go after is Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is 28 years old. He is coming off a pretty productive season with the New Orleans Saints, probably the most efficient season that Jameis Winston has ever had up to this point in his professional career. However, his season got cut short due to a season-ending ACL injury that he suffered against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But before he went down with that injury, he had the Saints 
with a 5-2 record. He threw for 1,170 passing yards, 14 touchdowns to only three interceptions, and completed 59% of his passes. Now, obviously, everybody's going to have their skepticism about Jameis Winston because you only really had one season where he showed you that he could cut down on the turnovers and take care of the football. Then on top of that, you have to wonder, you know, how's he going to look post-ACL Is he going to be the same quarterback that he was with the New Orleans Saints last season? Or is this ACL injury going to set him back? Also, you got to take into account that Jameis Winston is a volatile quarterback. Like, regardless of how good of a situation he's in, regardless of how much his decision-making improves, like, Jameis Winston is still going to have some throws every game that, you're going to look at and you're going to say, why would you throw that? He's still going to take those risky throws. Like, that's just what Jameis Winston is. He is a risk taker. However, based on what I saw last season out of Jameis Winston, he has gotten better at choosing when to take risk and when not to take risk. And that's really big because for Jameis Winston, a lot of times in Temple Bay, he didn't know when to properly take risk. He just took risk whenever. And oftentimes those risks would end up costing the Temple Bay Buccaneers. So Jameis Winston is the best quarterback going into free agency. Okay. Like There's no other quarterbacks that are on the market and free agency that are better than Jameis Winston. You have Teddy Bridgewater, who I'm pretty sure none of you Carolina Panthers fans want to see bring back since you already had your experience with Teddy in Carolina. However, you do have Marks Mariota, who was drafted second overall behind Jameis Winston a couple of years ago. He's 28 years old. He has been the backup quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders for the past two seasons. And when he was the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans a couple of years back, you know, like he had some good moments. He won the playoff game. However, he struggled to stay healthy. The play was inconsistent, and he ended up getting his starting job taken by the current quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill. But with Marcus Mariota, you know he is a French starter. Don't really know if he is your long-term option, but for Carolina, if you're looking for a quarterback that can, you know, win you some games and, you know, potentially could be a bridge quarterback if you opt to draft a quarterback in the upcoming 2022 NFL draft, he could be a quarterback who you allow to start for a year while you allow your young rookie quarterback to develop. And for Marcus Mariota, you know, like he has really good mobility he's able to escape the pocket make things happen with his legs he has you know pretty good accuracy but overall for Carolina like is your offensive line going to be improved enough to give a guy like Marcus Mariota a chance to show you that he has what it takes to be your starting quarterback for the foreseeable future that's the thing another thing for Marcus Mariota is also the durability concerns because he still struggled to stay healthy even when he wasn't even starting with the Las Vegas Raiders he still had some injury problems that took place with the Raiders. So you don't really know how how durable he's going to be if you sign him. However, you know like he 
there isn't really too many better options from Marks Mariota that are going to be available in free agency. On top of that, you can get him for dirt cheap. And you can get all these quarterbacks for dirt cheap deals. So you sign Marks Mariota, he's going to demand way less money than Jameis Winston would. So you bring in Marks Mariota on a cheap deal and you still have some money to spend elsewhere on improving the offensive line and making some other improvements at other positions of needs. So Marcus Mariota is probably the second best option that the Carolina Panthers have when it comes to quarterback and free agency. And the last option, and I do say the last option, is Mitchell Trubisky. Now, Mitchell Trubisky is 27 years old. He was drafted second overall by the Chicago Bears in the 2017 NFL Draft, famously over guys like Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And he played a couple of seasons for the Chicago Bears, led them to the playoffs, made a Pro Bowl appearance. However, he ended up getting benched and then he ended up being the backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills during the 2021 NFL season and when you look at Mitchell Trubisky like I mean you see the athletic upside that he has like he is a pretty good athlete however when it comes to reading coverages and understanding NFL defenses he lacks in that area. He lacks in basic understanding of the quarterback position in the NFL. So for the Carolina Panthers, if you have to sign Mitchell Trubisky, you pretty much have no other options. You pretty much had Jameis Winston sign elsewhere, Mariota sign elsewhere. You couldn't trade for Jimmy G or Deshaun Watson. So you signed Mitchell Trubisky and he's pretty much going to be on a one-year deal. You most likely are going to draft a quarterback in the upcoming 2022 NFL draft. You're going to allow him to sit for a year or maybe a couple of weeks until you see Mitchell Trubisky play bad enough where you got to bench him and start that young quarterback but Mitchell Trubisky is pretty much the last emergency scenario for Carolina if they can't find any other quarterback out there so these are three quarterbacks that I think the Carolina Panthers could sign in free agency you guys let me know some quarterbacks that you guys think the Carolina Panthers could go after not only in free agency but also in the draft or via trade NFL free agency is only a couple of days away and for the Pittsburgh Steelers we already know that they have obvious needs at quarterback and on the offensive line but on the defensive side of the football they could use some additional help at linebacker and at cornerback. So for this segment I am going to be giving you guys five cornerbacks who I think the Pittsburgh Steelers should target when free agency begins. Now Pittsburgh has around $29 million in cap space so they should be able to target all the guys on this list and we're going to start off with J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson is 26 years old. He is coming off a fantastic season with the New England Patriots. He had eight interceptions, 23 pass deflections, and 58 tackles. He also was a pro bowler in 2021. He was a all-pro as well, and he has spent his first four seasons in the league with New England. Now, J.C. Jackson is looking to get Jalen Ramsey kind of money, which is around $20 million a year. And Pittsburgh does have, you know, the cash space to make this happen. Now, will Pittsburgh be okay with breaking the bank for a guy like J.C. Jackson when they have other positions that they have to address? 
probably not that likely but for Pittsburgh I definitely feel like JC Jackson being on the market is somebody that you have to at least attempt to make an offer for even if you have a high chance of getting outbid by teams like the Cincinnati Bengals and the San Francisco 49ers Pittsburgh definitely should at least attempt to get into contact with JC Jackson and at least try to throw an offer his way that he could consider number two we have Cornerback Carlton Davis, he's 25 years old. He was drafted in the second round of the 2018 NFL Draft out of the University of Auburn. He's really underrated. He has spent his first couple of seasons in the league with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's one of the more underrated cornerbacks in the league. I don't know if people will consider Carlton Davis to be a top 10 cornerback, but he definitely is around that top 12, top 15 range. And he's projected to make $19.6 million per year is where the average market is for Carlton Davis. So he should be getting paid somewhere between 18 to $20 million a year. $20 million probably would be in some people's eyes, kind of overpaying for Carlton Davis. But Carlton Davis going to the right team, he could end up blowing up. He could end up quickly becoming a household name. And you think he would be a household name since he played for the Tempe Buccaneers, who he also won the Super Bowl with. But not too many people know how good Carlton Davis is. So Carlton Davis going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think would be a very good match because... Although he may not be as good as J.C. Jackson, he can come to Pittsburgh and definitely improve the cornerback position. He definitely could be an upgrade over Joe Hayden. So you look at the fact that Carlton Davis, he's going to be one of the better cornerbacks on the market, probably the second or third best cornerback in free agency, depending on who you ask. So he is going to demand a pretty good salary. However, it is a salary that I think Pittsburgh should be able to handle. And I think that he also could be a target that Pittsburgh may actually have intentions on actually going after. The third cornerback that I have on this list, we have 31-year-old Stephon Gilmore. He spent last season with the Carolina Panthers and actually was pretty productive. Two interceptions, had a couple of pass deflections and 16 tackles. Now with him being up there in age, you wonder how much would a guy like Stephon Gilmore probably make? I think he probably would be between around 11 million and 16 million a year and that's pretty reasonable for a guy of Stefan Gilmore's caliber at the kind of age that he is right now with the age of 31 which a lot of people look at that as being the age that is kind of you know a sign that you're starting to regress. But Stephon Gilmore, when he played for Carolina, like he was still really productive. He was still one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, at least a top 10 cornerback at this point of his career. So you look at Pittsburgh, I know Steelers fans are probably going to be a little bit turned off by the age. You're going to say JT's 31 years old. We might as well bring back Joe Hayden, who's only 32 years old. And I can understand that thinking. However, Stephon Gilmore is still a top 10 cornerback at 31 years old. Joe Hayden at 32 years old is kind of, you know, above average at best average 
basically the majority that he has played on the field this past season for Pittsburgh. So you look at Stephon Gilmore, although he is up there in age, still really productive player, still really good. The Pittsburgh Steelers could still get a year or two of good quality play out of Stephon Gilmore. So for Stephon Gilmore, he also could be another target for Pittsburgh simply for the fact that Brian Flores was brought in to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers staff and Brian Flores and Stephon Gilmore already have a little bit of familiarity from their time together in New England. So I think that Stephon Gilmore would be a really good addition for the Steelers secondary, although he is on the older end of the spectrum he's still really good still can give you high caliber cornerback play and he definitely would improve the cornerback position for the Pittsburgh Steelers number four we have Levi Wallace Levi Wallace is 26 years old he has spent his first four seasons with the Buffalo Bills and 2021 was the best season of his whole entire NFL career up to this point he caught two interceptions had 10 pass deflections and 58 tackles now Levi Wallace He's probably not on the level of a J.C. Jackson, a Carlton Davis, or Stephon Gilmore. However, I think that he could, if he got an opportunity to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he could have a similar productive um, career with Pittsburgh, similar to what Steven Nelson had when he played for Pittsburgh for the couple of seasons that he played. And Steven Nelson was a guy who was under the radar. He was a free agent. He was really good playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Not elite, but really good. He was actually the best cornerback that Kansas City had on their roster during the time. So he came to Pittsburgh and I actually made a video when Steven Nelson was first signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers saying that Steven Nelson was probably going to be one of the more underrated free agency signings and he was he was really good for Pittsburgh and you look at a guy like Levi Wallace 26 years old still has a lot of great high quality football ahead of him on top of that the market value for Levi Wallace is really reasonable like his market is probably going to be between 8 to $11 million per year. Now, I could also see a team paying $12 million per year for a guy like Levi Wallace, but that probably would be overpaying him. But for Pittsburgh, this is definitely a cornerback who you definitely have more than enough cash space to be able to sign. On top of that, he's not going to demand the high-caliber money and the high-caliber contract that J.C. Jackson and Carlton Davis are probably going to demand. Then on top of that, if you're not okay with wanting to pay Stephon Gilmore um, 10, 12, 13 million dollars a year at his age. You can get a guy like Levi, Levi Wallace, who is way younger than Stephon Gilmore, although not as good as Stephon Gilmore, still can be really productive and he can improve the cornerback room for Pittsburgh. On top of that, you get him for a way cheaper deal than what you would be giving guys like Gilmore, Jackson, and Carlton Davis. Levi Wallace would be a really solid fit in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, don't have to dish out a lot of money. You still can sign him and have enough money to allocate to other positions of need. So Levi Wallace would be a good 
potential signing for Pittsburgh if they're looking to improve the cornerback position, but they don't want to spend a lot of money on cornerback and they want to still have a little bit of money to spread at other positions. The last guy who I have on this list, I have Akilo Weatherspoon. He's 25 years old. He actually played for Pittsburgh last year and he was Pittsburgh's second best cornerback when Joe Hayden was on the field. And I'm surprised that he hasn't gotten an extension from Pittsburgh. Now, he is going to be a free agent, so Pittsburgh still does have the opportunity to bring him back. I hope that they will bring Weatherspoon back because why wouldn't you bring him back? Three interceptions, nine pass deflections. Like, Weatherspoon was really, really good at times for Pittsburgh. And I was really surprised at how productive he was when he was on the field. Because he was somebody who spent a little bit of time with the 49ers in Seattle. So he comes to Pittsburgh, didn't really know who he was, wasn't really expecting that much out of him. So he exceeded my expectations. So for Pittsburgh, you bring back a kilo Weatherspoon, he's probably going to be one of the cheapest available cornerbacks that Pittsburgh could get on the market on top of that you have somebody who is already a little bit familiar with your team with your franchise you know the overall culture of the locker room because he spent the season with Pittsburgh so I don't really see a reason why Pittsburgh shouldn't bring Weatherspoon back. He's productive. He's solid. At least he was last season. And on top of that, you can get him for a really, really cheap deal and still be able to maybe sign another cornerback if you would like to continue on improving the position. So, Akilo Weatherspoon, I would like to see him return to Pittsburgh for the 2022 NFL season. Isn't really a good reason for him not to be in the Stiller uniform next year. Not a lot of money. He's going to the man when it comes to contract negotiations. And then on top of that, he was really good for Pittsburgh last season. So this is it for five cornerbacks who I think the Pittsburgh Steelers should look to target in free agency. You guys let me know your thoughts in the comment section if you are watching this on YouTube.